This is gonna grace your YouTube algorithm forever and ever. <laughs> Sexual <laughs> Pikachu. Okay. YouTube Let's... YouTube does not disappoint, I'll tell you that. Sexual Pikachu. Mm. Beat Cult presents with a Pikachu. Electricity sparking on my organ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Oh I mean, my god. That's actually kind of funny. Oh my god, super, furry superheroes are super gross furry force. Dude, we went deep on this one. I didn't even mean to. I just, oh. So basically, uh, Adam has learned on the uh, the Roadcaster panel here how to set up like sound effects for us, and also our background music and intros and outros and all that good stuff. So I suggested immediately, because we're going to cover a Pokemon topic today, that we do, we got to find like a sexual Pikachu noise to play at random. Throughout oh, the episode. God. I don't know if I'll be able to find something to throw it in. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Post, post Adam, do it. Yeah, pika, pika. Future Adam. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was hoping there was going to be one. We're like, like, pika, like that. Oh, uh, yeah. pika. <laughs> we just record ourselves doing it. <laughs> we totally oh, could. my God. It's so bad. <laughs> so, and then, uh, so anyway, we are doing a Pokemon topic today in light of Scarlet and Violet coming out very soon on 18th of November. Yes. 2022, probably worldwide release, I would imagine. They had some previews. Some people got to go do, so we've got some preview footage. Yeah. I don't think there was any official rankings. They weren't, I think, in a part of their air quotes NDA or whatever you want to call mm. it, their agreement to getting the preview. Yeah. They're allowed to preview it, but not give like an official rating. It's not an official review gotcha it's just a here's some features that change and here's how this works even though we already knew everything yeah yeah i mean it's you know by and large it's going to be a pokemon game it looks like it's taking a lot from arceus yes or, or arceus or arceus i don't know but if we correct one another it's probably arceus i, I god pokemon or god pokemon tomato so, tomato hell yeah <laughs> Exactly that, yes. And it's uh, it's looking a little bit like that in terms of the Pokemon capturing and things like that. Although it's going to be, is it going to be more battle heavy? Well, that- what they're doing is I there's one thing, there's a few things that I really like about it. I, I will admit this is probably the most evolved that I've enjoyed the Pokemon series to yeah. be, which is, so first of all, there's three main story arcs that you can do in any order. Like there's no, the gyms are not, we're not 100% sure what's going on with the gyms, but you can do any gym in any order. It's a fully open world. Okay. We don't, what we don't know is, are the higher level gyms um, harder and you just can't do them because your Pokemon just aren't tough enough? Hmm. Or is it a, no, whatever gym you go to, uh, the trainer uh, scales with you. Yeah, that would be so cool. Actually, that's a really brilliant idea. So then everybody kind of, you know, choose their own adventure. Yeah. Yeah, what region to go to first. I don't know which one it's going to be. No one knows. Yeah. I don't think at this point, but uh, it'd be cool. Depending on the type too, especially if you specialize in a type from a previous game, that'd be fun because if you just wanted to focus on, say, you know, ground Pokemon, ground type, you could just run to an area with mountains and search out all the ground Pokemon and whatever else and just kind of do your adventure at your own pace the kind of way you want to do it. Um, The other feature, so the other one is a story arc for like their version of Team Rocket. Yeah. And you can do that story arc completely separate of the champion's arc. Gotcha. The train, you know, the, the gym badges yeah so you can do them they're not like the normal games where they're all kind of encompassed in the same storyline they're separated so you can enjoy one or the other or both at completely whatever times you want and then there's one which is like capturing like mega pokemon like these colossal pokemon or something so it's more of a out we're out of the world dealing you know exploring Mm. and finding the shine the big they're not shinies but you know the big ones yeah yeah special what's um in this one they all take place in kind of a variant of like a real world environment like what's this one what's the variant in this one uh uh, spanish peninsula 
Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. so sort of Iberian in, in, in design, so that'll be cool. Yeah. Probably have a city that looks like, you know, uh, Barth, Barcelona. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't, be cool. I haven't noticed it, but that's what they said it's based on. So. Okay, that's awesome. That's, that's really awesome. cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I, I will admit, it, I mean, this probably kind of, yeah, I don't know. It, this is going to be a really tough episode. That's all I got to say. So it's a new format we're going to try. I'm excited. Yeah, I think the problem is, is... Uh, did we ever come up with a name with this, for this? We did, and I could not tell you what it is at this point. All right. I think for now, uh, we will choose to call this. Um, it was something along the line. Rob would know. Have they like, lived long enough to be a hero, or will they die a villain? No, no. I, <laughs> I think we were calling it, like, just uh, should we kill it? Or does it, should it die? Or should, should I kill or die was a part of it. Yeah. Should, should we just do, should the title just be, um, uh, I forget his name from Rocky Balboa. If it dies, it dies. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, Drago. Drago, that's it, Drago. Ivan Drago. Um, yeah, so that's basically what we're going to do now. And this is new format type we're going to try out for the show in general is going to be uh, basically about a fandom or like a, uh, in this case, a series of games. Yeah, and we're going a franchise, to, we'll and call we're, it. We're going to make an attempt to judge it or shred it. Based, As a whole. Based on its merits. Yeah. On the whole. Should it be put to rest? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and boy, I wish I could remember what our little tagline was that we came up with, because it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, you just take, you all just take our word for it. Yeah. You just take our word for it. It was really, really good. We'll give it to you next time. Yeah, okay. It's a seat preview, okay? So this is <laughs> the first time we're doing it, and, uh, and I'm pretty excited about it. So anyway, we'll get on with Pokemon then. Pokemon goes way the fuck back. Let's just start with that. How long ago was Pokemon Go? 1996. Pokemon, okay. Pokemon Go? No. Are you talking about the original Pokemon? Pokemon Go goes back to like 2016. Something so like that, Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon, just regular Pokemon goes back to 1996, which is pretty exciting. So, yeah. And then uh, the game officially came to the United States in 1998. And I think, yeah, that makes sense. And I, so here's something, another I think is a very important topic to put here. Do you know what the most um, financially successful franchises? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm obviously it's, making it very clear. It's Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah, it's Pokemon. Oh, ah! I would have never gotten that. Yeah, it's it's, and I that's not just for games or shows or anything. Yeah. It's the it's made the most amount of money across you know merchandise, movies, TV yeah. shows, one games. of the earlier uh, JRPGs. I would say to do merchandising in North America as well, like full on oh, merchandising, yeah. plushies, you know, shows, toys, McDonald's stuff like that. Like yeah. it was it was all Pokemon there, especially at the beginning, man. Uh, it was ubiquitous. It yeah. was everywhere. And then since then, obviously, a lot more shows, a lot more movies, but also the card game has become massively popular yeah. as well. Can't leave that one out. In fact, it was so big that McDonald's just ran a promo for it all summer long. Did they this time? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Pokemon cards all summer long. And for whatever reason, uh, Nora, my, my, my three-year-old, loves collecting Pokemon cards. Why? I don't know. Because they're cute so, little monsters. She doesn't know what they are or what they do, but they are monsters to her. She loves monsters. Everything that has to do with monsters. There you go. So, yeah, so very, very wholesome. You're there. you're garnishing. You're, you're growing up a nerd. You're, yeah, you're yeah. giving her a nerdum. Yeah, yeah. But she's four now, I should say. That's she's four now? Three. Yeah, yeah. Just had a birthday. So, um, yeah, Pokemon. Interesting one. Uh, you start with red and blue. Yellow was a variant that came out shortly after. Green was a Japanese-only variant that we didn't Well, get. that was really blue. That was really blue. Well, right, because it was, it was blue and green for them. Yep. Blue and red for us, which mm -hmm. I think blue and red make far more sense. Uh, totally more sense, except for the Japanese. Except for the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more into, like, the grass type and water type. We like fire over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We like fire in North America. Um, so I, I don't think it's hard to say that that's a very successful, and we're not going to poo-poo that series. Like Which one? 
The red, blue, and uh, yellow. It was wildly successful. Wildly good. Sold millions and millions of copies just in North America. So yeah. no, I, I would argue that no JRPG did as ubiquitously well worldwide oh, for sure. as, as Pokemon. Pokemon was really, if you think about it, was the entry point for probably most gamers, most mainstream gamers, especially younger people at that time, yeah. into the JRPG format. And it was perfectly built because there were so many also old people that had I know a lot of old people oddly enough yes that had uh, Game Boy for Tetris or like Bonk or something like yep. these little games and my grandma who was long since retired retired since around the time I was born yeah um, she basically would play Pokemon That's I remember awesome. going to her house and she would you know her husband my grandpa would watch the sports games yeah. on the TV and she'd sit in her in her old lady chair yeah. and just you know catch Pikachu. Why do you say that actually? Because <laughs> I recall back in my my GameStop days, I remember, um, I do remember a lot of elderly customers being regulars for the Pokemon games every single year, and yeah. I'd see the same faces turn up year after year. And then, it was uh, simple and easy, yeah. so it was good for both kids and old people who aren't used to video games. Yeah, I think it's fairly relaxing too, because it's it's you know. On some level, it is kind of a tough game to lose. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, unless you don't like the grindy RPG elements of it. But guess what? In RPGs, you grind. Yep. You just do. Like it's part of the game. But uh, that was the first big one. I think it went blockbuster, though, with the second round of games. Yes. Yeah, so this is going to be gold, silver. Which I'm not going to lie, in my honest opinion, are the best yeah. series that has, like, they are the best of the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. The silver, gold, and crystal. Yeah, and this is, what was the region? Oh. There's Johto and... Um, Oh my god! Not Sino. Sino is black and white. Yeah, yeah. Hojo. Oh, oh no. No, it was Jodo. 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 Okay, yeah. Jodo. Because Kanto yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Kanto yeah, yeah. was the original, and Jodo was the silver and gold. I'm thinking of Hisue. Hisue. Hisue is I forget what, which one that one. That's those are the following ones. That's going to be that's the emerald and yes. sapphire. Yeah, yeah, that's emerald sapphire. Got yeah, it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So hell yeah, man! And um, the cool thing was about gold, silver, as well as that was really the first one where you started to see some of the more. Cross variants of Pokemon, a lot of different ones, because people got really used to the original 151, right? Like that yeah. was, yeah, everybody knew. I mean, the first generation of Pokemon players could name them all by name, but what really separated out who the big fans were going to be were going to be the people who remembered all that going into the second one and then learned a whole bunch yeah. more, right? So that that was the coolest thing about it. And I think they did do another full 150, didn't they? No. For the second one? It was already less? Oh, you, you don't know. They, they did it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was the original. It was all the original plus the new series. Yeah. All of it. And I think this is the only game where they also included Kanto, but they involved they did like a Kanto from X number of years later, like things yeah. that evolved and changed. Right, right, right. That game blew my mind because it was you got a full Pokemon game and then a second full Pokemon game. Yeah, it's just a, dude, holy it's just, shit. And for interestingly, so that came out originally on I want to say that came out on GBA Gold and Silver when it first dropped. Uh, I don't think that was original Game Boy game. It was. It was? It? Look it up real quick. I'm really curious if that was original Game Boy or if that was already on GBA. Pokemon. Or no, Game Boy Color it probably Golden was. It was It was Color. But you could yeah. play Color games on the on the original. So, But it's it's actually incredible the amount of content that they were able to pack into that little cart. Because those oh, carts yeah. were tiny, man. I mean, you're talking, what, like four? I don't even think there were four megs. I, I find like, it amazing that they struggled to get all the data in for red and blue. Yeah. And then when they went to go do silver, they learned so much from that. Right. That they were able to pack in pretty much double the amount. Right. Right. It's incredible that they actually went that far, right? But yeah. the um and I'm sure I'm sure they saved in some ways. Like how, how would they have saved on that much room though? I some technology, some some code, they figured out math. They did math better or something. It was probably once they cut out the Lavender Town theme going into the second game. Like, they cut out so much sadness <laughs> and ambience. Boop, boop, yeah, boop, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. 
listeners know about know about this? Because back when oh. back when I was a kid, the rumor was if you listen to the Laver- Lavender Th- Town theme, yeah, die by suicide. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never, I've thing. never heard of that rumor. It was a whole thing. And they, back then in churches, they were talking about it too. They're like, if your kid plays Pokemon, this theme's gonna make him kill themselves. It's a devil. Yeah, yeah. The devil's work. It's a devil. It's a devil song. Pokemon monsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, man. It was crazy. But they used to teach us that in church. So back that's in the day. crazy. Yeah. No, the only the only one I remember is um, uh, what's what, uh, that? Abra was um in the hell is it called? Under the the truck near. In that secret spot, they had to like glitch to get oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. for the farrier to for the the yacht thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In just in the town in Lavender Town. Right? Yeah, no, it wasn't Lavender Town. I forget what was the main city. I forget Cerulean, I think, city or something. Cerulean, yeah, yeah. Um, there was the yacht or the the cruise you're supposed to get on to get, I think, get cut or something to get one of the HMs. Oh, really? Yeah, you had to like get a ticket, get a ticket pass, get on the 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 boat fight your way to the captain help the captain for with seasickness okay um makes and, sense and then he for helping you with seasickness he gave you a cut or yeah, yeah. one of the i'm pretty sure it's cut hm yeah, and then yeah. you could continue your adventure but as soon as you got off the boat the ship sails away well now if we are judging this game based on its merits and judging this whole series based on its merits yeah. at this point right so we do have to acknowledge that what you just described this whole scenario let's take this through a real life scenario there's a boy <laughs> there's a boy and he has a bunch of small animals in his pockets Okay. Yeah, yeah. So call it hamsters, maybe a small cat, no puppy, maybe. I don't know. Sometimes don't know. at this point, it might even be a really big dragon. It might be. It might be a big dragon. Yeah. Okay. That he has in his pocket, but he he fights his way onto a show. No, he gets a ticket. He gets a ticket. An adult gives him a ticket onto this boat. Already sus. Yeah. Already sus right there. Why are we giving boys tickets onto this boat? What's going on on the boat? Very assumptive. The, everyone's got their hands in their pockets because they've got all monsters in their pockets. They the got boat. they got monsters in their pockets too, and some so, of them are like really sneaky, like yeah. Ekans or Evan. <laughs> you, so that so that the boy goes on the boat, or or Cloister if it's a female. He, he encounters uh, another a, a, adult, and the adult reaches into their pockets and produces a clam and throws the clam right at him. That's a Cloister. <laughs> <laughs> Said boy then has to throw like a hamster or whatever at that thing, right? And they duke it out. And then yeah, whoever loses, you know, they just kind of they just kind of pay up and move on with their lives. Yeah, and this is, I mean, this is basically in a microcosm. This is Pokemon. Yeah, this is the whole game. So I just wanted to kind of point that out. Oh, okay. That whole scenario was kind of fucked. But then at the end of that, so you do that with a bunch of people, and then you get to a captain who's like, ah, like I'm. What is he seasick? Yeah, he's seasick. Okay, seasick. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious for a captain. He got into the wrong line of work. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think the silver and gold were the best of Pokemon. I think that's, and I think that's a huge problem mm. um, because after that, you know, you go through all the different series and they're all, the problem is they're all pretty much the same. All the, like even black and white, mm. you you bring up a uh, Pokemon X and Y, yep. which I air quotes is the first, um, like, and this is after Platinum, that was Diamond. The first 3DS one. Which is the first 3DS one. And it was the first one with the 3D models rather yep. than 2D overhead. Yep. And so you've had like four or five generations where the game is ostensibly the same. Yeah. And then what we came to find out regarding the 3D models is that by the time Pokemon Go was coming out, they are still basically working off of the same template 3D models yes. from all the way back in XY, right? And since yeah. then, now I guess my understanding is 
following uh, Pokemon Go or utilizing Pokemon Go, that was their platform for redoing the models in their entirety now. Yes. So now moving forward, we have a whole different base. But and it's they're inter- all d- 3D models yeah. now. It's that kind of works smarter, not harder yes. in a scenario. Because I, th- I think there's game companies out there that would be prone to maybe like, you know, redo all of them. Forever yeah. Game. You but they've I mean? also realized that almost every single time they have to redo a good portion of them. Yeah. Because there's just so much technologically changes yeah. per generation. Yeah. So they can't keep those. So they end up utilizing a lot of that, which is why still today, most Pokemon games don't involve most Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. They always yeah. keep it to a very small subsect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, Sword and Shield. Well, small subsect is still like 300. Yeah. <laughs> Sword and Shield was built to use completely new Pokemon, none of the old stuff, mm-hmm. which is why there are so many Pokemon that overlap with other Pokemon. Yep. Um, no, that was gold and silver, which is why there's so many Pokemon that overlap with other Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. They weren't originally going to use the other ones, and then they threw them in somehow. Because they're all banging. They're, they're all banging. banging. They're all banging. banging. New Pokemon. That's yeah. how you get new Pokemon. You don't throw them in a battle together. You throw them in a in like a cage, I don't know, with some hay in it or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then they make new Pokemon, new so, kinds. I got to ask an important question. We're getting like halfway through the Pokemon stuff, and there's also, we got we should probably talk briefly about like Pokemon Conquest and stuff like that. There, there were some very cool offshoots that came off this. Yeah. Mystery Dungeon Conquest. Mystery Dungeon. definitely get into those, yeah. Those are good ones. So let, let's start with the main series here. Yeah. Up until, you know, was there any point in the Pokemon series where you were kind of done with it. After after the generation came out, you're like, oh my God, nothing's changed. What the fuck is up with this? Wait, hold that thought. Let it die. That's what we were going to call this. Let it die, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, it was. let it die, yeah, yeah. Anyway, continue. So was there, a, was there a point in the game series where you sat there and went, this needs to die. This needs to go. Yeah, I would say it was following sometime uh, after X and Y. So because yeah. I, I definitely got out of it there for a minute. Um, and it was also, so like, it also got to the point too, so they, you had like black and white, black and white two, then you had X, Y. So it was almost like, I felt like even with the black and white two thing that was already kind of starting to show like a little bit of fatigue Mm, on, 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 on the game format and everything like that, that to me was interesting where they had like a full fledged sequel situation happening versus like a net new adventure. You know what I mean? And then I did, you know, and then I can't really knock, uh, what was the last one that came out as well? The, uh, Hawaiian one. What was that one? No, that wasn't the latest one. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh no no that was Sword and Shield was the latest. Sword and Shield was what the was latest. the last? I didn't play Sword and Shield though. Uh, it was Sun and Moon. You're Sun thinking. and Moon. Okay, and that one that one was all right. I quite like Sun and Moon, so I got back into it for that. And then for Sword and Shield, I don't know. I got really mixed reviews from people on that one. Yeah, they you can tell they were starting to test the waters of the open open format. Okay, gotcha. but they weren't quite willing to go far enough. I think Sword and Shield was my breaking point. Oddly yeah. enough, interesting, interesting. But, but don't get me wrong, I skipped a lot of the in between, so I played, you know. Red and blue, yeah. silver and gold. I didn't really play emerald and stuff because I was on a GBA. Yeah. I didn't really have that. And I skipped straight to, like, I think black and white. Okay, okay. And that sucked. Yeah. And then I went to Y and X, and I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, no big deal. Mm. And then the Hawaiian one come out, and I'm like, okay, so your biggest change in, like, a decade, in over a decade, your biggest change was Hawaiian theme. Well, no, you also said Glaceon, you know what I mean? but uh no it's it's i i jest i jest but honestly you're right there wasn't enough incremental improvements made there which is why i was so excited ultimately for like rcs last year so i i quite enjoyed rcs and and i played i probably put in 50 55 hours did you really yeah yeah quite enjoyed it see and i was not into it because i didn't think at this point in in my opinion after scarlet or not after scarlet after um sword and shield yeah by this point my RCS, I was like, okay, 
they're not doing enough. Like mm. in order for them to get to the point where I'm happy, yeah, they need to develop not the next five years, not don't, don't make an incremental change like they've yeah. been doing. Right. Cause they went and did an incremental change where they started to change really the themes with the Hawaiian one mm-hmm. where they went out of their Japan culture yep. and then they moved on to, okay, we're, we're going outside of Japan for our cities and our cultures. That was it. That was one incremental change. And then, uh, sword and shield well, was, X, X and Y were like, sort of like France ish. Not really. Yeah, I didn't, kinda. I didn't feel like it, it didn't feel any different than anything nah, else. They just leaned done. into it. I think with the city design and stuff, the city design was more European. I like the round cities. I see. I, they had like they've had that before. It just seemed like yeah, a different angle. That's city true. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. like uh, the one where you fight Sabrina in the first yeah, one. Yeah, that's city. true. Yeah. It didn't feel special. Okay, it was shaped a little bit different, but it didn't yeah. feel uniquely like American or uniquely French yeah, or yeah. uniquely you know whatever culture Danish or whatever okay. you want. Yeah, yeah. Where Sword and Shield felt uniquely Scottish and gotcha. European. Gotcha. Right. Like that's cool. Like a UK type thing. Oh, yeah. It felt distinctly UK, and obviously Hawaiian felt distinctly Hawaiian. Yeah. And okay, so your big change in over a decade, in more than a decade, and probably two decades, was you you leaned into your stuff, and then okay, fine. I so, mean, it's probably it's probably not a good sign for the series that this is a minutiae that we're actually going arguing over. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that we're having a discussion over. Like, that's so fucking stupid. It's so minute. You know, it's what so I mean? minute. And then Sword of Shield's like, well, we'll give a bit of freedom, which is this one area. It's more like a monster hunter freedom. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's not, you're not going far enough. Like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. You need to catch up two decades worth of development. That's right. You have two decades of changing and modifying the game to catch up. This is not going fast enough. Yeah. I'm out. Like, now, I'm done. I could say for other series that have aged well over the years, I could say that the newest iterations would be unrecognizable for the oldest iterations. In some ways, the the most evolved games really complement their originals by doing stuff completely differently, right? So if you look at like Breath of the Wild versus original Zelda, yeah. kind of the same game, you know, kind of the same game. Except you know, in this case, everything it does, it just does so much better. Every yes. every every facet of the game has evolved, right, and, and kept up with the technology. Pokemon is a game that it, it just it it always seems like it's four or five years behind on the technology. Front. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Arceus made me feel that hardcore. Yeah, Considering it, yeah. their open world and the way they did open world, what really upset me is like, oh, it's an open world game. First yeah. of all, you find out it's more like Monster Hunter where it's separate yes, sections. But like not as good as that. But not as good yeah, as Monster yeah, yeah. Hunter, yeah. And then you also find out that it's really, if you look at the graphics, it's fucking empty. It's pretty empty. It's pretty empty. And I didn't know that until I played uh, Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch. Oh, and yeah. Because that was the first Monster Hunter I really got into. And you really do have to learn the maps to be effective at that game. Yes. You know what I mean? So ultimately, do everything you want to do and achieve what you want to achieve. You have to learn the maps as you go along. And you you d- you discover where all the resources are. And it feels very full. It feels like a very full experience. Yes, it does. Exactly. And it felt empty when I was watching Arceus or yeah. Arceus. Or whatever yeah. It was relatively empty. Now, in, in as far as the game goes, though, part of the game is, yeah, much like Monster Hunter Rise, getting animals to kind of ride around on that do actually make you cover ground a lot faster yep. or through the air, cover that a lot faster. But it's uh, it's definitely limited. And I think, so part of my problem, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Rise because I think my problem is you have a mechanic that its entire job is to get you through their map faster. Yeah. How about this? Just thinking a thought here. Don't make your map boring enough that you want to get through it. <laughs> Stop it. Don't Stop it with your design theories. <laughs> yeah, like just make a world where I don't have to get on a map yeah. because I don't want to be on a map. That's right. I'm not, getting from point A to point B is not fun. Make getting from point A to point B 
fun. Yeah. Don't make, don't, instead of getting a mount to solve your problem of avoiding your art direction, make your art direction better. In some ways it worked though, like in, in that, as opposed to Pokemon, because in Monster Hunter Rise, at least, if I was going from point A to point B, a lot of times I would encounter another sort of boss monster. Like he's, he's way over there. I'd be like, hey, fuck you. And I'd run after him then. You know what I mean? I'd go kill him and then I'd find the other guy I was after, right? Yeah, and that's so, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but there was really nothing like that in Arceus to kind of get you to like, you know, I, I really want this thing, but also that thing. For the most part, it's me popping into, like where I'm at in the game right now, if I was to go and play right now, all I would do is just pop into each world just to see if one of those magnetic distortion things Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's where like some of the stuff is that I need. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, that's but, basically what the game boiled down to for me is just hunting those spheres. Yeah, and it's not that fun. So that to me was, okay, You and it's not even open world. F- motherfuckers, you have a game called Breath of the Wild, which yeah. was a smash hit, has proven that you can take a generally not open world game. I mean, I guess Zelda was always kind of an open world. It Ish. just had a lot of lone yeah, zones yeah. because it had to. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of technology, but you clearly have proven that people are accepting of this and you have Pokemon, which his entire job is to have a journey and catch random shit. Yeah. What the fuck? How do you fuck this up so badly? Don't, well, Adam, don't, don't use your reason on me. This thing yeah. just sold 8 million copies. Why would I care? That doesn't make Why it good. It <laughs> doesn't make it good. It just means people are slaves to the corporate environment. So I think that's another uh, critical piece of feedback then. Just because you did X doesn't make it good. Also yes. doesn't make it right. It, it, exactly. Yeah. And I think, so if you were to ask me, uh, and, and I, this is, I thought at the moment of Pokemon Arceus, which is not that long ago, this needs to fucking die. Hmm. I'm done with this series. Hmm. I'm done with it. Yeah. They clearly aren't evolving fast enough. I don't think they should be, like, I think it needs to be clear that you need to evolve faster. You need to evolve your series. People are evolving their game. It's time for you to evolve yours. Quite frankly, if you want to create two different game series, one for your adult followers and one for your childhood followers, like I loved Pokemon Let's Go. Yep, that was cool. That was cool. Um, Taking it back to its roots in a big way, but with a nice little capture feature. That's the capture feature they piloted that went into Arceus then. Yes, and yep. uh, no, not the pilot. It wasn't a capture feature. It was yeah, a, it was you, the, can, you can no, throw you the couldn't, balls. You couldn't do that in Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, you couldn't? No, but you could see them in the of? field. You can see them oh, rolling Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, also thought, the, I thought there was a throw feature, though. There wasn't a throw feature? Well, there, oh, there was, but it was more like Pokemon Go, where once you fought the battle with... Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Um, you didn't do it in the world. You would go into like a little mini game with yeah. them and you'd have to throw it like that's Pokemon right. Go. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. It's yeah. It's not in the, you didn't do it in the field. Yeah. Um, but it was great cause they had the co-op mode. It was basically clearly designed for people like you yeah. who had children who was probably older than you to then bring in their children into the series. I would be totally fine. Well, I think I ended up lending the game to a niece or nephew and I never got it back. So oh. I think, I think it worked out basically like that. <laughs> exactly as intended. Yeah. So like that, I'm fine with Pokemon split off into adult Pokemon. Yeah. A Pokemon after dark and, and Pokemon. I'm totally fine with that. But I think the problem is they haven't evolved their series enough. And by the time of Arceus, they were failing in my yeah. opinion to really evolve. That's they right. were not only evolving too slowly, but they were clearly doing a shit job of it. Now, in terms of evolving the series, and now we can kind of mention the offshoots, places where they did take a risk at one yeah. time. So that would be like Pokemon Conquest, which was actually, uh, that was a... Um, not Final a Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, it was a tactics thing. type. It was movie. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a l- little bit different in that regard. And it actually took place in, um, in sort of... I don't know, an offshoot version of Nobunaga's ambition. Like yeah. It was, yeah, because I, I think Nobunaga was in it. Yes, like, he was. Yeah, he was supported by them. So, yeah, it was yeah. very shogun and you fought like, yeah. with the shoguns and yeah, stuff Yeah, like which that. is hilarious, right? And, and the trouble is, though, is it, it didn't do commercially well, but it's 
extremely valuable now in the aftermarket, in the secondary market right now. So if you were to go and look up a copy of Pokemon Conquest right now, I'm pretty sure you'd find it. I own two copies. I think it's worth quite a bit. You should probably (laughs) look it up. So look it up here. I'm curious. So, and then also on top of that was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which was the original sort of um, adventure take on Pokemon, where it's sort of real time and you're exploring different areas. So yeah, it's going for, you know, used copy right now, probably going for, with shipping, probably a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, probably about 100 bucks. So it became quite a bit more valuable in, in the aftermarket. So I think uh, actually a long time ago when we first started the podcast, I got Rob a copy for... Uh, Did you? Yeah, for Christmas. One year, I, yeah. It's probably one of my favorite Pokemon games. So it's a cool game, man. It's cool. It's nothing yeah. else quite like it either. That's the thing. No. So uh, I'm sure... But they do that. Pokemon Snap. I think yeah, Coliseum Snap. is... Yep. It's a spinoff, but it's not quite good enough of a spinoff. Yeah, it was, it was a good first run for what would a versus game look like for Pokemon yeah. with that era's technology, like N64. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think like, they need to bring that that was That was more. actually... You might want to look this up. That might have been the biggest game on N64. Uh, it was either that or Mario Kart. Well, no, it was Mario 1, technically, no, but no, that look, came look with the game. Look it up. I'm curious. So I'm pretty sure Pokemon Mystery Dungeon was, was the... Uh, if it wasn't the number one, it's pretty damn close. Highest sellers on N64. N65. Yeah, that, that was the sequel. That's everybody sequel. thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me the N65. So Mario 64, I knew that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I said that because it came with the game. So it's kind oh, of... Oh, Pokemon Stadium kind of is pretty unfair. far down. The number six. Oh, Pokemon Stadium. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Number six. Smash Bros. That makes sense. Legend of Zelda, GoldenEye, Mario it's Kart. There. Yeah, Pokemon Snap was also on the 11th. Whew, that cleaned up back then, man. Pokemon Stadium 2 was the 19th. Wow. Like, Pokemon is, there's three games for now, Pokemon just the, on this the list. The craziest thing about the original Pokemon Stadium, do you remember you could actually use your Game Boy Advance hookup? Yes. Or no, uh, regular Game Boy You hookup. would transfer your game, yeah. your monster to it. And then seeing them in the 3D model for the first time was just like, what the what? fuck? Yeah, yeah, it was sweet with their name and everything. But I, cool. I never liked that game, so I always thought it never went far enough. No, it did, it did great back in the day. I remember renting it a bunch of times back it, in the day. It from, did great, uh, but it still sucked. Yeah, yeah. Even when I was younger, I'm like, this this game's not enough. Eh, it was more for just like the enjoyment of seeing your Pokemon battling it out in the yeah, city like that. Yeah. That's true. So that was pretty cool. But um, So as of, like, we're at the Arceus, which is like we're caught up to the last game. Yeah, yeah. What's your opinion? Should it die? <laughs> I was going to say no, but... <laughs> You know, as, as we're kind of going over it, and then we get into arguing about the minutiae of, like, you know, shifting out of, like, Japanese-exclusive environments into, like, European ones and sort of branching out that way, and just how long it took them to do that and how long it took them to start adding in new gameplay mechanics, even though the technology was running far, 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 far ahead mm-hmm. of, of where it started at that point. So, I mean, that's the trouble. is like, it, it's hard to say at this point because... I mean, even with the new one coming out, it looks good. Obviously, it's exclusive to Nintendo Switch, so mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to say, like, okay, could it be better if it was on, say, like a PS5 or if it was on an Xbox One X? You know, we'll never know. We'll never yeah, know. Sure. So it's almost like unless Nintendo is going to get more out of their hardware in the future or unless Pokemon was able to come out on a just a better platform that you could get more out of the game, Yeah, it's hard to say, man. Like, I honestly, in its current state, maybe it should die. I after all of it, even with Scarlet Violet, which I'm like, okay, these features they are changing it, right? I talked yeah. about the three different story arcs; you can do what you want. It's fully actual open world, yeah, not Monster Hunter, you yeah, know, yeah. load zones. All right, that's all sounds really cool and all, um, but the problem the problem is one of their main features, the one of their main like, look at this main feature, is cosmetics. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, their main features that they're selling are stuff that you get in Arceus. Is, and now, the cosmetics, is that going to be um, 
items you have to purchase with no, more no, money. No, it's okay. all it's all in game. You earn it by completing stuff in game. So by doing and then it's stuff to dress you up or to dress your Pokemon up? You. Okay. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, there's a picnic mode and you can wash your Pokemon. I'm like, Motherfucker, I could do that in Sword and Shield. Shit, dude. You're not selling me a new feature. You're Shit. telling me you're it's a feature from previously. It's but it's almost taking from like like Tamagotchi kind of aspects yeah. <laughs> at that point. Like and and that's that's like what? 25 years old at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're also showing off this feature, which is like real world battles. This is the only new feature they've added, by the yeah. way. As far as I can tell. Aside from the three storylines being completely separate of each yeah, other, yeah. which to me is not new in video games. So that's not a selling point anymore. It's Pokemon Three Houses. Yeah, Pokemon Three, yeah, kind of. <laughs> not quite. Uh, but it, they, so you can have your Pokemon, you throw your Pokemon out at another Pokemon out on the field. Yeah. You yeah. can just have like one follow you. Yeah. And when you go near another Pokemon out in the wild, it auto battles it and gains a bit of experience. Okay. That, uh, that could be good for later levels, but yeah, it doesn't really do much. And then you can throw your Pokemon to gather materials and do crafting. Yeah. Like great. So you've given it your, your, your big features of, of Scarlet and Violet and Scarlet are features from Arceus and other Pokemon games. No, what I would want, I would want like a whole, I would want you to be able to have like six Pokemon following you. And then every time you encounter another one in the wild, they just all like gang fuck him, just absolutely fuck him up. Like that would actually be cool. Like a whole gang, <laughs> like Pikmin. They like just Pikmin. start circle fucking yeah, 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 them. Yeah, like Pikmin, only it's Pokemon. <laughs> they start curb stomping them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just this like fucking like zigzagoon. It's like, why me? Bell, like a bell sprout trying to run away from you, can't get away. <laughs> fucking Arceus swoops in and gets him. Oh my God. Shit, dude. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, like we're getting near the end, so I can start talking about my real opinions. Ooh. Not that I, I think I have made it pretty clear. I'm fucking sick and tired of this series. God damn this series! I'm I'm so sick and tired of them not taking it enough. Quite frankly, it right now what they should be doing is creating a mini roguelike. So yeah. you know, at the end of all of their Pokemon, they always have like the Tower of Conquest yeah. or something, something to do afterwards, which is very difficult. Yep. But it's always a set thing. Yeah. yeah. They need it to be more roguelike. Hmm. Imagine a roguelike tower, where every single time you go in there, it generates a new map. And you have to go through and maybe you go through and every level you gain kind of like Hades. You gain like a bonus for your Pokemon. I, I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of two things. Thinking of farm farming, thinking of city builder. Yeah, that would boom, work. Boom. Both of those. So maybe like you're settling a new place with all new Pokemon, but you're, you're establishing the new settlement. So it's your job to help build it up and to make new recruits for people who like specialized tasks within the city, but also like, increasing the size of the city and the complexity of the buildings and everything like that. Like along with like uh, actual farming. What about, what about a game? I and mean, this, I think this would be more of a spinoff of a Pokemon game. Uh, kind of like a conquest or uh, Pokemon cart racing. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon pod racing. No, no. Pokemon <laughs> Stardew Valley. Yes. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. So 100%. you basically, you start off, you choose one of your starting Pokemon, which will help yeah, yeah. you do the basics of like, okay, let's say you choose a water type. Will it help you water your plant? Yeah. Or if you choose a fire type, you're a blacksmith. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool as hell. And so that's how you start. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, okay, well I need, I need to go water plants. Well, I can go out and play the game of go get a bucket of water and come back with a bucket of water and pour myself. Or in. just don't give them that option. Pokemon have to do the thing. Or that's fine, but you have to go out and catch the right type of Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. to go do the task you want to do. Absolutely. And you have to level up your Pokemon to go do bigger things. Like, oh, I need to build a bigger warehouse. Well, yeah, I yeah. need to go catch a girder. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, the and Pokemon now, girder or, or Machoke who can lift big things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you have to water like a whole like uh, like berry tree 
orchard versus just like some plants in front of your house. So then you need a bigger, like you need a Blastoise to do that or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So the idea is you use your Pokemon as your tools instead yeah. of a shovel. Yeah, yeah. You've got a, I don't know. I'm, I, I can't fucking think of, you got a dig, Diglett. Yeah, yeah. Right, and, who and digs you your really trenches. specialized things. So maybe if like it's, if it's town builder, uh, like on the side as well, maybe you absolutely need to find like, or, or somehow get a Glaceon to make like the ice cream parlor work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean, like you, you could do something really specialized like that. That'd be cool. So, yeah. or if you, if you want to level up, uh, you know, your power source, your power plant, you got to get a more complex. You know, you got to get like an electro. You either have to get yeah. more electricity Pokemon to shove in there, yeah. or evolve them to get them even yeah, more. Yeah, to just get one of this other one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That could be cool. Type stuff. of thing. You do. You figure out the math of exactly how many needs what and stuff yeah, like yeah. that to make a good experience. So you're basically equating them to resources, right? But but they establish in in the Pokemon lore now, like they're 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 symbiotic relationship with the humans right yeah. like they actually do jobs and they have things to do you know what i mean so yeah and you create like a system where you're air quotes feeding them to the work and yeah, so yeah. on and so forth and, and then and then the police department man entirely by pikachu's detective pikachu's there you go yeah yeah, it's perfect and all you know you know, okay here's one thing you can save a lot on your npc resources yeah. because they're all gonna look like nurse joy or the police chick and they're all the police are gonna look the same model that's right that's right <laughs> all the nurses are gonna look the same yeah yeah <laughs> And then uh, um, uh, the whorehouse, Jinx, full, full of Jinxes. There you go. So look. Dittos. They're all full of dittos. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. They could be anything. They could be a Jinx if you wanted them to be. Exactly. So yeah, it's perfect. Or, or a human, as we saw in or, or But they all have glasses to hide their yeah, creepy the weird, the weird eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta keep the glasses on. Just yeah. keep them on. So anyway, I, I I don't know these like these are things that they're not taking chances on anymore. Like you, we talked about these games that they used to take chances on. Have you the the most recent spinoff Pokemon game is a re-release of Pokemon Snap, or yes. at least it, sorry, it's a it's a sequel to it. I guess yes. not a re-release. Correct. I guess they did Pokemon Go. I don't know. They just don't seem to do a lot of these. I, but really the whole thing with Pokemon Snap, the whole thing was that like back then we didn't really have much internet, right? We had some internet, but not like a lot of internet. So right, so the 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 trick was is you go online, you find out like okay, so like which area do I go to, and what do I have to look at to try and see Pokemon in compromising positions? And then you'd go and you find like two Charmanders to look basically looking like they're fucking each other, and that was <laughs> that was the whole basis of the internet in like 1999. Like that was all we were looking at. So. Yeah, I completely agree. But uh, I just think the game hasn't evolved. But I'm saying enough. it wasn't even special back then. It was just a gimmick. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. I just, I just think the Pokemon series in general has not evolved fast enough. I yeah. think we all need to agree to tell them, motherfuckers, evolve. We're gonna stop paying you. You've got two to three years to develop a new game with some good ass features. Try again, because we got a game like Temtem. Yeah. Quite frankly, I'm more interested in playing that. Yeah. It's evolved the genre to an MMO. Yeah. Which is, ex I don't know how many times on this podcast we've talked about wanting a Pokemon MMO. Well, I got Temtem. Now, here's the problem with Temtem. If Pokemon did Temtem, it would be a massive success. Mm -hmm. Because my wife, who loves Pokemon, we were talking about playing Pokemon co-op. Yeah. She would rather play Scarlet, Violet and Scarlet with me because it does have co-op features. She would rather play Scarlet and Violet co-op with me where we each buy a switch for this rather than me say, why don't we use the given systems we have and go play Temtem, which is completely designed to mm -hmm. have a dual because you do dual battles all the time. Every right. battle's a dual battle. Right. And it has more systems. It's more grown up. It's more adult. It's more complex. Yeah. And it's an MMO. So it's bigger. Yeah. Why don't we go play that? Well, she's clearly attached to the brand. Yep. Well, so if you just take Temtem and call it Pokemon, 
you've got a hit on your hands. Yeah. And they won't take that chance. You know what? I guess I'm fucking done then. It's so going to let it die. I'm going to, I, my vote, let this thing die. I will, I will put a caveat that when I say let it die, it usually means let it die for like two decades or a decade, yeah, yeah. a decade at minimum and let the people come back and go, maybe we should, you know, the people who are no, who aren't making it right now need to go away and fans of the series need to come and make it. Let it die and from the ashes will rise a great phoenix. Give it 10, 10 to 15 years, maybe 20 years, depending on circumstances, yeah, yeah. for people to gather what truly makes a Pokemon game yeah. and evolve it to the next generation. I'm on board, man. I say in this case, I think we need to let it die. Wow. We need to just let it die. Let's back off. Let's let it die. That being said, they're still getting my money in November. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's the problem. They're still going to buy it. <laughs> that, and, you know, I... I fought so hard not to pay for Arceus. I, yeah. I, I, of course, I fought, which means I'm like, no, I'm not going to get this. I'm not yeah. going to get this. I don't care. I'm not going to get this. And so I worked very hard to get it, and I kept ragging on it to my wife, Amanda. One day I come home, she's playing Arceus. Woo! You, you can't give him money. You can't do that. I couldn't help it. It was there. It was on the shelf. I had to do it. Ah, <laughs> this is why they don't evolve, because they are, they're getting the money no matter what they do, and they don't actually have to put work into developing a new game. What's the deal with Pokemon games? Uh. Ah. So that's it, man. They're going to keep getting our money. That's the deal. All right. Well, that's how it's going. I, anyway, I'm from sad. a philosophical standpoint, it should die. <laughs> this oh this is making me sad. We, this is a this is an interesting format, man. It's very controversial. Yeah, it is very controversial. So I'm curious. Uh, look, agree or disagree? We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. So when we post this episode up, we'll make sure to share it on Twitter. If you agree that it should die. Let us know. Let us know why. If you have something different than we do, maybe even something we discussed that we missed, make sure to state it. If it's something you agree with, let us know. Like, we want to know either way. We really want to know, right? So, and then uh, we'll get into it on Twitter, at Ronin Geekeries, where you can find us on there. Also, make sure to check out this podcast and all your favorite podcasts on BitKid Podcast app. This is Alex Dawson signing off of Let It Die on Ronin Geek Official Podcast. And Blebby Adam. And we will talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>